0: what is going on everybody welcome to the sober plug podcast i'm your host connor duffy hope everybody's having a great day as usual um something i want to talk about today something that is on my mind for sure is the importance of changing your social group changing your uh friends when you're drinking and getting high and uh this is obviously not very easy to do um Especially when, I mean, a lot of times the people that we end up using with, we, we might know them for 5, 10, 15 years. You know what I mean? And and um, it's, it's really not easy to have to make a decision for yourself, uh, you know, separating from people that you've had so much familiarity with um, for years and years. So this is something that people really struggle with. And um, I know I did for sure um you know because i I know for myself i'm a very loyal person um you know whether you're my friend or or someone that is really close uh that i hold close to my heart you know (laughs) it's really difficult for me to separate once i let you in you know what i'm saying it ain't easy for me to let you in but once you're in you're in you know what i mean so that is um That was a very difficult thing for me to do because, you know, to be quite honest, like a lot of me, me and my friends had great times. Like, yeah, we got fucked up and yeah, we did, you know, (laughs) we did some crazy things and, and it was, you know, it was pretty toxic. But, but the truth of the matter is though, that some of them really were there for me in some really tough times. Like like the worst of times, you know, and, and saw me at my bottom and they were kind of a part of it as well. But, um, you know, when I was locked up in jail and, and, uh, no one was coming to see me, I mean, people that I was friends with for fucking years that I didn't get high with, some of them didn't come see me, you know what I'm saying? So like some of my boys and shit, like, you know, they did come and they did support me. They did put money on my books and, um, they did let me know that, that they were there or times when I was in rehab, you know what I'm saying? And they came and visited me and and um, ironically enough, coming to visit me in rehab, well, they, they came high and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that has happened before, but you get what I'm saying, you know, like just the fact that people would show up in times of need, um, you know, when I was going through relationship problems. And, and um, you know, I think we can all relate to that. You know, how difficult that can be and having some people th- that were in my corner, even though they weren't healthy for me and uh, in other ways. You know, I still felt like like they definitely had my back. But the problem with this is you might be a person that is loyal and you might be a person that um, feels like you have to continue Giving loyalty if it's shown back, because I know that that's something I struggle with. It's like, if you showed loyalty to me, I'm going to be loyal to you. You know, The problem with this is when the relationship or the friendship or whatever the case may be, a family member, it is based around a toxic, um, it's not a healthy bond, then it really doesn't matter. What type of loyalty is displayed? Because at the end of the day, you're the one who's going to pay for it. You know, loyalty does not equal. Um, lo- like, just because just because somebody shows you loyalty, it does not mean that you that it allows them to be around forever. And that was hard for me to accept. You know, I really had to like I really had to get down to like, what did, what did I want? What did I want in my life? Keep in mind, like, I was on the verge of being homeless, and I was doing heroin and benzos and everything else, and I didn't want to live like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? And for a while, I tried to, I did, I kept my friends around, and I kept hanging out with them, and it just wasn't, it just wasn't conducive to my sobriety, and I just didn't want to accept that. That's just kind of where I was at. You know what I mean? Um, especially when I got sober the first time around, when I actually accumulated like nine months. What I was nineteen? Yeah. Yeah, I was nineteen years old. Um, but I was not willing to fully give up my old life. You know? I still wanted that the the bonds that I had and the familiarity with people. That uh, that I was tight with for a while. That was really difficult for me to to let go of, and I just wasn't willing to do it. You know, I mean, these were people that would come to my. <laughs> I was living in a sober house at the time, and uh, and they would come and visit me. You know what I'm saying? They would pick me up. We'd go out to the mall and just chill and and kick it. And um, you know, it was still it was still a trigger though. You know what I'm saying? when you know you're hanging out with people who are still doing the old their old shit the same stuff that you were doing just a, just a few months back it's just not smart there's no upside there's really not like what is it that you want this is what i had to realize i had to come to this to this place where i need to get real honest with myself like was i willing to was i willing to sacrifice my sobriety In order to hang out with people who are still doing the same old stuff. And if the answer to that is yes, then you're just not that serious about getting sober. And that's just the cold, hard truth. Now, there are some people that, you know, hang out with old friends every now and again and and can do it in a way where it's few and far between. But it's just not smart. It's just not it's just not the way to go about it. And, um. You know, I I was getting into it before when, when I had about nine months and I relapsed, who do you think I was fucking hanging out with? It's not a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, it was pretty crazy. This was a pretty eye-opening experience for me, just on a, just on a, a few things. Um, I remember I, um, was hanging out with old friends and they were smoking and, um, And I decided, you know what? I said, I'm, (laughs) I was really angry at this point in my life. Like I was sober, but I really wasn't that sober. You know what I mean? Meaning, uh, let me dive into that. I had the time of sobriety. I didn't get high in nine months or I hadn't drank or anything like that, but my mind was not sober. My mind was not healthy. I wasn't doing what I needed to do. Um, I was angry, resentful did not like my situation with, with where I was living and what was going on. I mean, I got, I I was young, you know, I was young and immature and, and I kind of got kicked out. I didn't get kicked out of the sober house, but I got, I got let go. I kind of got an X on my back after I, I failed the drug test. And to be honest with you, I did not, I did not get high. It was a false, it was a, it was a false positive. And and I, I was adamant about it that I did not get high. So I demanded a retest and I did. I took another test and I took another few tests actually. And I and I passed, but um, they, you know, after this happened, I felt like I kind of was under a microscope and there was other stuff going on in my personal life too. And I just really started getting frustrated. You know, I really started, I started getting, um, see, I'm the type that, once, once I feel like you're targeting me or I'm very, <laughs> I can be very anti-authority. You know, I've always been this way since I was a kid. And I felt like some people that were living in the house kind of had it out for me, you know, and maybe they did, maybe they didn't. It's really, beyond, it's really not the point. But um, I started getting this resentment and um, I just was not in a good space. And so basically they told me it was around November. It was, it was around, um, excuse me. It was around Thanksgiving. It definitely wasn't November. Yeah. And they told me that I could not go home for Thanksgiving. And at this point I was like, fuck these guys. Like I'm, I'm going, you know, I want to go and I want to see my family. And, and, uh, I just wasn't having it because, I, uh, you know, I felt like I was not being treated fairly and, um, So I got kicked out of the, I got let go uh, from the sober house, you know, and um, so after, shortly after this happened, I was with my, I was with old friends, you know, and so this is kind of how the snowball gets, gets rolling, right? I was, the circumstances kind of presented itself where I was in a prime spot to make really unhealthy choices. And that's exactly what I did. I was with old friends. I said, you know what? I'm just going to smoke weed. That's it. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to get any pills. I'm not going to get any heroin. Uh, I'm, I'm not even going to drink. I'm just going to smoke a little bit. And I tell you what, five minutes in, no no joke, five minutes in, I, I hit the blunt th- on the third time. And on the third time around, I was already on the phone trying to get heroin. That quick. I mean, like, you I, you couldn't even make it up. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't even wait five, 10 minutes before I already wanted my drug of choice. Now, I'm not saying this is how everybody operates, but this is certainly how I operate. And you know what? It was my fault, obviously. You know, like the fact that I was with my old friend group and people that contributed to my addiction, They didn't, they didn't help it. You know what I'm saying? They didn't help me in my recovery, they were, they were pushing me towards my addiction. And it's not that I blame them, of course, it's just the, it's just the toxicity of of your environment. We become the average of the five people that we hang out with the most. This is just the truth. This is just how it works. If you show me who your friends are, I'm going to show you what your future is. And this is my life story. You know, I always hung out with the troublemakers. I always um, I always was in the middle of trouble and it was because the people that I hung out with were always in trouble. And I was that person for a lot of other people as well, you know? And, you know, it's funny. I, I look back on my friend group when I was young and we all had, we all had like broken homes, you know what I'm saying? Like we all had like problems with our parents or we all, and, and listen, I mean, I, I have a an amazing relationship with my mom, but what I mean by that is we didn't have a lot of like, fa- you know, father figures in our lives. I mentioned it before. My father wasn't, um, you know, my father passed when I was like three, and it's amazing how we end up gravitating towards people that we have a lot in common with. And I noticed that. I noticed that that a lot of the kids I hung out with, we were just. We were just kind of renegades, you know what I mean? We just <laughs> we didn't have a lot of father figures in our lives, and we just kind of like banded together and just were little terrorists. Like seriously, man, it was uh, you know. And this this certainly didn't get any better as I as I got older. And um, it's hard, it's hard to have to move on from people that you you build bonds with and you and you actually love. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not the healthiest of relationships, it's still, it still serves its purpose. Now, what you have to come to terms with is, is this person moving you in the right direction or are they moving you in the wrong direction? It is just as simple as that. There's nothing else to it. you know. And I really needed to accept that. I battled with that for a long time. And it's human nature to be able... to to want to hang with people that we're comfortable with and that we um, and that we're a lot alike the problem is is you're trying to become something different that's the rub you can't become a new person and try to put yourself on a different trajectory and on a different path and then end up doing the same shit you used to do doesn't work it's not how it's not it's not how it works you know what i'm saying so you know it's something you you guys maybe have to think about it's like what type of people are in your your lives that are contributing to your addiction or even just poor choice you know even just poor decision making you might have people in your lives that aren't necessarily aren't necessarily responsible or contributing to to your addiction problems but are they are they contributing to your you know to an unhealthy mental state do they do they pull you up or do they bring you down a really good way to tell if is if you got someone in your life that is uh is a true friend is can you tell them really bad news and and expect to feel better afterwards. And can you tell them really good news as well? And, and be able to tell them without sounding like you're coming off bragging. Because if you tell people good news and you feel like you actually can't because you think that they're gonna look at it in a negative way, that's a problem. A true friend, you can tell good news to and you can tell bad news to, you know? your friends are going to want to lift you up in hard times and your friends are going to want to celebrate your successes. And, you know, for a long time, I thought that I did have that with, with friends that I was using with. And, but, you know, to be honest, what doesn't come out in the wash comes out in the rinse. You know what I mean? It might take a little bit. It might take a little bit to, to, to find out who's really with you or not, you know? And, Especially when I was younger, like I was the type of kid I was friends with everybody. you know what I'm saying, and i i really I enjoyed moving around and hanging out with different friend groups and feeling like feeling like I can get along with all these different people but but the truth is is you'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies you know life doesn't op- life doesn't work that way you're lucky you're lucky if you end up getting like 5 i mean and 5 is a lot 5 really close really close friends in your life it's rare it's rare to find people that are healthy for you but it has to be that way you know what i'm saying it's it's like you know it's like a relationship too you don't find a girlfriend or a boyfriend every day of the week. You know what I'm saying? You got to earn that stuff. You've got to, you got to have in order for it to be a true, healthy relationship or friendship, your goals have to be aligned. Your interests typically are similar. You know, the way you feel about things need to be somewhat aligned. And, you got to have certain things, certain qualities that match, you know, and it's not something that you find all the time. Unless you're getting high, of course, and then <laughs> usually, usually that's the only thing we end up needing. Oh, man, I had a lot of people I, I ended up using with <laughs> and because that was the most important thing. Our goals were aligned, you know, we knew exactly what it was. Um, But like I said, those aren't true friends, you know. You kinda just you kinda just end up with people because you have this one thing in common and it's important enough to both people. That's what keeps you guys together. You know, that's not that's not a real friend. Um you know, this is something that people really do struggle with, but it's so crucial. It really is. And a lot of people say, Well, where the hell do I find where do I find this new friend group? <laughs> what what do I do? I'm I'm 18 years old. I'm 20 years old and and you know, I only know the people that I've been getting high with. That's it. That's all I have in my life. What do I do now? Well, let me ask you this. Who do you want to become? If you want to attract people in your life that are healthy for you, you need to ask yourself first, who is it that you want to become? What do, you, what do you want to attract? What type of qualities do you want in people? Do you want people who are loyal? Do you want people who are funny? Do you want people that you can be, you know, yourself around? People that are authentic. People that are honest. People that have ambitions. People that are successful. What is it that you want? And guess what? Once you get that list down and you really think about the top qualities that you want in other people, good. Now you got the formula for who you need to become. If you want something in in a friend or a relationship and you get real specific about the type of people that you want to attract, good. Because that's what you need to be. That's the type of shit you need to work on. You want you want people around you who are respect you know respectful and have integrity and are driven and are ambitious. Good. That's what you got. That's what you got to be. You want people who are funny and that you can be authentic around and have a good time. Good. Then don't take life so fucking seriously. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> be social. Be outgoing. Put yourself out there. You know, these are the things that we got to work on. This is what recovery is about. It's about designing your life. How do you want your life to look? Where are these people, right? Where do I find these type of people? Well, like I said before, who is it that you want to attract? Not just the qualities, but what do these types of people look like? Where do these types of people go? What do they do? What are the routines like? For me, going to the gym is huge. It's not just for my, my physical health. It's also for my mental health. And also, I get to socialize with people too. I mean, a shit ton of people in the gym. You just, I, I'm I'm constantly talking with people in there. I'll find a topic. I mean, I don't really need much. to. I don't really need much. If you're next to me, if you're on my right or my left, there's a good shot. I might say some shit to you. you know, like, I don't care if you're a man, a woman, whatever, you know, young, old, I don't care. I I talk with everybody in there. Why? Why? Because I feel good about myself. I feel good about what I have to offer. I want to see what people are about. I mean, this is what I do. I mean, this is what I enjoy doing. You know, I I enjoy finding out what's and some people might have social anxiety. And I understand that. So like, you you know, you work up to that. Um, I haven't always been like that in recovery, but but the point is it's like you got to go where people are, are I mean listen, the gym is a great place to go because it's people that have discipline. it's people that have routine and structure and obviously care about their own well-being. There's a lot to be said about someone who goes to the gym on a daily regular basis. Those are that's a great starting point. I want people like that in my life. Why? Because they care about themselves. It shows immediately that they have respect enough for themselves that they want to put in the work because they want to be healthy. And there's a lot more that goes into that mindset. It's not just going to the gym and running on on the treadmill for 30 minutes. There's a whole process behind the way people think that do that. I want to attract people like that. Therefore, I'm going to talk with people that are in there <laughs> because I'm going to find people that are like-minded and that think like me. And not just like me, right? But, but that's, it's a good starting point. It's a good place to meet people. You might want to start taking classes. Like, another thing is like, what are your interests? Where else can you find people, right? Where else can you find a social group, a new social group? Well, what, is it, what are your hobbies? What are, your, what are you interested in? interested in like me I love the Mets so it's very easy for me to go on like some Mets uh, you know Mets baseball uh, fan page right I mean and this isn't really something that I that I that I've done but I'm just giving you some ideas here of like dude social media you can branch out and you can meet with people in your community or even across the country that you can like talk with with similar interests and hobbies and You got to get creative. You got to think outside the box a little bit. What gets you excited? And if you don't know, that's okay. But it's time to explore. You know, it's time to think about what type of people you want to attract in your life that will actually help you succeed. That's what it's about. Life is too short to be putting up with bullshit from other people. I've done it. (laughs) I've done it. And And it's not a way to live. You just don't it's just not efficient. It's not an efficient way to live. Why am I going to why am I going to allow people in my life that are not conducive to me being my best self? Why? It's a form of self-sabotage. You know, I didn't get sober to do that. I want to grow. I want to reach my full potential. And um you know, so and of course, another thing is meetings. Again, like-minded people, people that will want to see you do well, people that are, have uh, a similar background and have been where you're at and can help pull you up. You know, it's like everything I've been talking about. So you really got to think like, you know, you got to think about how you want your life to play out. And you kind of reverse engineer it, you know, you can't just expect to be a, to be a freaking hermit and, and stay in your shell and stay in your house and, um, you know, expect to to expect to have a lot of friends. (laughs) You got to get outside of your comfort zone. And I'm not saying it's easy, but it is simple. There's a difference. It's simple, but not easy. You know, there's sometimes sometimes we really got to work on ourselves. And, and um, a lot of that, you know, a lot of people really do have social anxiety and early recovery. And I went through that myself. And, and that's totally understandable. You start small. You know, you really start to just have little conversations with people here and there. You go to a gas station. You just, you know, you say, hey, you know, you, you, you introduce yourself to people, whatever. You just you, you look at the, something. I just come up with something. Look at something that they're wearing. And be like, oh, where'd you get that? You know, just get creative with like what you notice in people and uh, and comment on it. A really simple way of meeting people is make them talk about themselves. People love to fucking talk about themselves. It is the easiest topic for them to discuss, right? <laughs> because it's they know themselves. So ask them questions. Hey, what do you do for a living? Or, you know, what, what do you think about this? Or you're in the gym, you know, um, a lot of times for me, like if I'm in the gym, whether I'm approaching women or whether I'm approaching other guys, like I'll be like, yo, like, yo, dude, you know, I'll go up to a, a guy who's clearly in good shape. I'll be like, yo, what do you do? You know, what do you do for, for arms or legs? Like, what do you do to switch up your routine? And before you know it, you're fucking, you're, you're talking with somebody and you're just chopping it up. You don't have to impress anybody. You're just... You're just figuring out, eh, hey, what's what's this person about? What's this what's this guy about? Oh, this is attractive. This is an attractive lady over here. Like what like am you know? Is she interesting? Like am I interested in her? You know? Now <laughs> I actually gotta be careful. I gotta be careful what I say about that because if you're in early recovery, I really do I highly recommend you stay away from relationships in the, in the first year and there's a lot of reasons for that. Oh, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make another episode about that so you know, hold off on that, but you get what I'm saying. You know, um you, you approach people the same way, right? You just you just ask them about themselves and you just you just you have to kind of ease into it if you have social anxiety. You got you to gotta come to the conclusion that people don't care as much about you than you really think. So people that suffer with social anxiety, and I know I'm getting off a little bit because we're talking about our social group, but eh, it ties in. Yeah, fuck it. There's a reason why I'm bringing it up. Um, when it comes to social anxiety, people are worried about what people are thinking about them. And the truth of the matter is nine times out of 10, more than that, 99% of the time, people don't give a shit what you do they're going to forget about you in 10 minutes anyway, you know? So if you're worried about embarrassing yourself or you're worried about, you know, is this person going to be mean or is it? Most people are nice. Most people are like welcoming and, and, you know, and the people who aren't, you send them on their way. No big deal. So these are little things that, that we kind of have to work on if we want to design the type of life that we want. And, if you're listening to this, you should want a life where you have people that you, you know, you have great relationships with people, not just of the, not just in, in a, uh, not just a partner. I'm talking about friends. Your friend group is very, very important, you know, and the only reason, the only way you're going to get a healthy friend group is becoming healthy yourself and then ex- getting outside of your comfort zone a little bit. You know, so, um, I hope this, uh, I hope this helped you because I do know for myself, this was something I really struggled with. I really had a hard time letting go of people that were in my life for a while. And, uh, but you know what? I just needed to, I needed to stick with the winners, man. And it's it could be a harsh way to put it, but you know, you, you drop the losers and you hang with the winners. If you want to win in life, you better get surrounded by people that are living a certain way, you know, and I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm just saying that this is the way it is, you know, what else are you going to, what else are you going to do? You're going to sacrifice your future so you can hang out with fucking people that are going to drag you down. No way. It's not, it's not worth it. So hope everybody has a fantastic rest of the day. And, uh, and I will see you guys on the next one.